ladies and gentlemen. Big Dog Baltock, 149. Uh, not actually going to get into all that. Big Dog Baltock, Matt Aikman and Jordan Flegel. Uh, we're keeping it smooth. We're keeping it nice. Nothing weird. Nothing weird today. This is going to be a professionally no. done podcast. It's going to be nice. Uh, yep. Of course, uh, you know, we're here to, to recap the, the latest news uh, from this weekend of the, the NBA and uh, Jordan. I mean, there hasn't been a lot of noise on the weekends lately. They've uh, kind of been living for the weekdays uh, in the NBA. But uh, yeah. this weekend, not the same. Lots of drama. Lots of crazy things have been going down. Uh, you know, if you're a Dallas Mavericks fan, you might want to uh, just skip through the first 25, 30 minutes of this one. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is not the podcast for you. Uh, unless you're feeling pretty frustrated, you don't want to be the one to talk shit about your team, but uh, you want someone else to do it, uh, then, uh, you know, feel free. And then, uh, you know... Sorry about the whole professionalism thing because that, that went out the window pretty quick. Uh, yeah. But we, I think we could have uh, assumed that. But, uh, I mean, Jordan, the, this weekend, uh, I mean, it was crazy uh, in the NBA. Uh, and you're a crazy lad. You're a crazy boy. Uh, party boy. What did you get up to this weekend? <laughs> yeah, I am, yeah, I am crazy. I mean, once again, working uh, working in the head, weekend. someone said. Yeah, I am fucked in the head. Um, what did I do? I mean... I went for a bike ride, Matt. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty out there, right? That's pretty wild, <laughs> I mean, man. It was it was about twenty minutes around my neighborhood, but it was nice because it was With a yesterday. No, no ooh, helmet. Ooh. Okay, it's a bad boy outlaw. <laughs> I, I am, but uh, I mean, I don't know if you went outside yesterday, Matt. But uh, I mean, first bit of sun, nice day mm-hmm. uh, in mm-hmm. Toronto. Uh, yeah, that's that. That was the craziness. I was I was getting down in uh, some uh, little sunset bike around. Um, Otherwise, not much. I even I was even so tired yesterday. I forgot that March Madness was on early, so yeah. I missed my uh, Creighton Blue Jays with a with a rogue, stupid foul call that he should have just left. That should have just left at the end of that game. I mean, it was fine. It was a little bit of a foul, but you just leave that alone, okay? You know, tie game, let it go to overtime, let these guys play it out. Um, I'm pissed. I, I'm zero four for my final four now. Yeah. So, I mean, but hey. The Raptors win. I'm happy. Two games yeah. in a row. Could I be worse. It. it could be worse. That's for sure. Could be worse. Uh, no Raptors uh, segment uh, on today's podcast. Because uh, they're they... doing too well. No yeah. need to talk about them. They're, they're okay. They're doing too well. They're all right. They got their problems. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I mean, hey, you know what? They're, they're, they're not out of the play-in mix, so can't be too mad. But uh, another team that is completely no. out of the play-in mix uh, that we've already alluded to here, uh, and I, it's pretty crazy because when – you know, things went down at the trade deadline uh, with Kyrie Irving being shipped over to Dallas. Uh, you know, we kind of expected this team, you know, potentially to be a title contender just based on the fact of, you know, you have Luka Doncic and you have Kyrie Irving. And with just Luka, this team was battling in the top four, top five of the Western Conference. Since getting Kyrie, things have just gone way downhill. And I think it's, I, I'll say this to, to just to get ahead of it. I don't think this is 100% on Kyrie. But I think you do have to look at this and be like, well, obviously something something's happened because uh, and I'm not saying personally, I'm saying game plan wise, because, you know, we kind of discussed, you know, will there be, uh, you know, an easy switch here for the for Luca to go from being the sole alpha dog to being, uh, you know, a, a co-captain and you know losing some of those side pieces, but uh, getting a, a lot better uh, overall piece. And uh, it looks kind of like 
You shouldn't have touched anything here, uh, Marky Mark uh, Cuban, uh, <laughs> because uh, the the Dallas Mavericks right now uh, they're they're a whole they're one whole game behind the OKC Thunder in tenth, uh, as well as the LA Lakers at nine. One game is huge. Uh, speaking that there's only about you know I, I think if I, my mental math is correct here, there's only seven games left for the Mavericks season. Uh, so. One or two more losses from them and a couple wins from the Lakers and Thunder, and uh, they're pretty much done for the year. Uh, and I don't think yeah. anybody anybody would have said that uh, they're going to miss the playoffs after getting Kyrie. So, uh, I mean, this is uh, this is going to be one of the more embarrassing uh, finishes to the season if they can't rally and pull something out here. And Luca, like uh, I, yes. I, 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 I sent over in the show run, Jordan, got his 16th tech of the season at perfect yep. time. So now he's going to be he's, uh, he's probably suspended. <laughs> He'll be suspended for tonight's game against uh, the Indiana Pacers. And uh, the Pacers, they don't uh, they don't take any nights off. So this is going to be a, a really, really tough stretch to finish for the for the, the Mavericks here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dropping like I, I was actually like like the first game you drop against Charlotte. It's shocking. And it's like, oh, you know, it it it, it comes at the worst possible time. All mm-hmm. the stuff, but but you you say to yourself, okay, I mean it's it's one game. Anybody can drop one game. You drop a second game to Charlotte uh, at this juncture in the season when Luca scores forty. Mm-hmm. That is like that is like panic mode. Like I I I I was actually like shocked when I saw that that had happened because yeah. like that just tells me this this team is so <laughs> so unserious um, and like. I, I, I don't really know exactly what, you know, their their main problem is. It really just feels like, you know. Vibes are off. They're, well, the, yeah, outside of just that the, the vibes clearly are off. I mean, Luca's saying he doesn't, he's not having fun anymore and it's not just about basketball. I don't know what the yeah. hell that means. Um, but, like, I, I do know, yeah, I mean, t- t- teams that go and get Kyrie, I, they don't they do not do better usually. No. They, they really don't. I mean, they... they but always, always there's that first couple games. You know, he had that game where he came in when Luca wasn't playing and he won them. We, we might have even won them a couple there early um, where he was just going off. Because you, you, you look at what he can do in his skill and you're like, oh, my God, he's amazing. This is great. This is going to work out. But then, like, just slowly over time, it's like, yeah, yeah. I just don't think he, uh, you know. As as the 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 best player or like one of the few leaders on a team, I just don't think he brings guys together and like inspires no, winning. Not. I mean, and that, I'm not trying to make a judgment. It's just he hasn't he hasn't shown that he can do that, and he's been in situations where he's really needed to do that in his mm-hmm. last few stops, and he just hasn't been able to do it, and it's been going the other way. Um, and 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 yeah, like this is the first time I've seen Luca this dejected in his whole career. Yeah, uh, and it's and it's like that's that should be the major panic for for Mavs fans. I mean, if he starts getting, uh, you know, really unhappy there, then you know you're you're you've screwed this whole thing up. But I mean, I can't help but think. I mean, and and I'm sure everyone else is as well. I mean, the, their their biggest issue is that there's a guy over in New York averaging 24 points, mm-hmm. six assists, shooting 41 percent from three, uh, having uh. uh borderline all-star borderline all nba season that they just botched and let walk for nothing and i know last year we talked about the brunson thing and i said he wasn't the perfect fit because i don't want no. you know i don't want my second best player right next to luca but that was to trade brunson for a bunch of stuff not let him walk for nothing and then trade for a guy in Kyrie who you have to give up even more of your depth to go get i mean just think if yeah. this if this team still had dinwiddie 
Brunson, um, and Finney Smith, and getting Kleba back even at this juncture with how much better Josh Green has been this year, with how wide open the West is. Like, the, if, if you bring back the same team they had last year, I, I think, and, and Lucas taking another step, like he's he's probably even better. Like, this team could could be in the mix, but now they've you know the. Uh, again, the Brunson situation—they botched it. They their depth is now depleted, and I just th- don't think they have a team that's constructed around one guy doing the shot making. Yeah, and when you put Luca and Kyrie out there together, not only do they not really know how to work together, but the rest of the team doesn't like it. It just—I I, don't—I don't think they—they've had enough time to figure out how those two should play together, and it's just not—it's just not working. I just don't think they're—they're they're complementing each other enough at all. Um, yeah. but like l- l- when you look at Luca, I mean, it's, it's hard to like, yeah, he pounds the air out of the ball out of the time, but he had 40, 12 and eight last night. Uh, so I, I'm, it's hard to like blame him all that much, but even Luca, like Luca has 18 points. That shouldn't be all that bad. He didn't shoot it very well, but he hit a couple threes, but like the, the, the rest of these guys, since they, they have such a high usage rate, the rest of these guys are, are so like high variance, just reliance on reliant on hitting threes. Uh, Bullock, Green, and Powell combined for five points. The rest of the starting lineup, yeah. and then you're you're you you've, you're trying to work Kleba back into the mix. It it's just the the vibes are terrible, and and I just I, I, that that backcourt just does not seem to be gelling. Um, no. and 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 even though both of them have missed time, we if it if it is gonna gel, you know, if it was ever gonna gel, I think we'd be seeing signs of it already. Not two back to back losses to Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, in what might seal, you know be the last couple nails in your coffin here um so well and, and again I, I think it it comes down to you know one of the first things we talked about when this trade went down and even when uh, you know you want to go even back further to when uh, Jalen Brunson like you said in the offseason where they let walk for nothing uh you know this is a, a big risk because this is always stuff that people thought about with LeBron uh you know do you yeah. just build a full team around him to try and get him to do everything and uh you know, they did that with Luca, and it seemingly worked for a bit. But eventually, teams are going to catch on. Like, there's some good, yeah. uh, some pretty good uh, basketball minds out there that are able to crack the code of figuring out uh, how to stop one guy uh, and then four role players. That's not really the hardest basketball, uh, you know, game plan to, to override. And yeah. that's kind of what we've seen here. Then they get Kyrie, and then it's kind of like, okay, well, now your bench is even worse. So all you have to do is uh, hammer these guys when they're off the court. Uh, and it's not like Luca and Kyrie are great defensively either anything uh so i think that this team just game plan wise was we have to outshoot all of our opponents every single game every single night and uh, they just haven't had that consistency uh and i think part of its chemistry i think part of it is just uh talents meshing uh it's just there's a lot of play here for for the Dallas Mavericks, and uh, I, I'm I, as I said before, I'm not going to entirely blame Kyrie, but I will. I, I do want to open this discussion because, uh, and I think we've talked about it even on the podcast before. Kyrie Irving has been treated, uh, and I'm talking about Kyrie Irving just as a basketball player. Uh, you know, Kyrie Irving's been treated as treated as like a, some kind of a savant, some kind of a like a yeah. go, go, like a gifted, amazing, phenomenal player that. Oh my God, his handles are insane! Like people literally drool over this guy. They say people say yes. he's one of the best basketball players of all time, most skilled players of all time. Fuck mm-hmm. no, he isn't. He's flashy. <laughs> he looks great, but you can't say he's one of the most skilled players of all time, and then he can't even lead a team into a first round series. He can't even lead them into a tenth seed in his prime. Yeah. Like no, yeah. like literally nowhere in Kyrie's career has he done anything notable. 
by himself with that has resulted in no. team success. Literally never. There's you can't pick up a single thing except for maybe a season in Boston where then he wasn't even there for the entire playoff run. So it's like, well, what good is no. that? Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I've I've always been somewhat on the fence about Kyrie, but at this point, I'm like he's very lucky. He's got his stands out there and his uh, you know his diehards that are gonna you know talk about him till uh, the the end of days. And he'll he'll and he's a Hall of Fame talent. I'm not saying he's not one of the yeah. uh, one of the like he is a, a very gifted player, but he's nowhere in like the he. Sh- I don't even know if I would put him in my NBA top seventy five. Uh, like no. I, I I think he's he's got to be like. In 25 years from now, I doubt he'll be in the top 100 either. Uh, and if they put him in yeah. there, that's just the respects to the old heads uh, kind of move. But yeah, uh, I yeah, I genuinely think that uh, you know Kyrie Irving has played himself into that overrated tag, and I think more people just kind of need to look past the crossovers and look into more of the overall uh, impact that he makes. Uh, and again, this is a, a prime example. How do you lose back to back games against the Charlotte Hornets, one of the only teams in the whole league that is like emphatically trying to lose they're yeah. not they're not putting out anyone that's you know even uh, resembling a, a competitive squad the, everybody knows yeah. that they're trying to lose the management probably went back there and started busting heads michael jordan's probably yeah. pissed he's trying to sell the team already uh thank god he finally dennis smith to my jr is gonna dennis smith jr is just gonna disappear overnight uh you know somewhere yeah. we're never gonna see him again <laughs> And, and and it's insane because like you know obviously you know respect to the Hornets for trying to get the job done but you know that's not what you want to do right now uh, you know yeah. there's a couple guys in the draft you're probably looking to land but even so I mean the Mavericks like these are scheduled wins when you get you go to play the Hornets so of course Luca is going to be pissed like uh, and for yeah. him to you know outwardly say you know I'm frustrated I mean. If you are any other team in the NBA, I mean, you're not probably going to be able to do anything unless Luca decides to go full diva mode and says, "I'm sitting out unless you trade me." Uh, you know, I, which which I don't think that's kind of his character. At least uh, he hasn't uh, shown that a hundred percent yet. But he's he's definitely got a bit of an edge to him. I think that Luca is is slowly trickling into that diva range. Uh, so I mean, and this could be the first. <laughs> oh yeah, this could be the first domino to fall here of uh, of that. Just being, I'm frustrated, and then but if they miss the the play in the season, then. Uh, Things could be getting aired out really quickly in Dallas, and uh, I I don't know if uh, Kyrie's there gonna he's he's gonna stick around for the long haul, and uh, without him, this team looks pretty shit. Uh, uh, otherwise, uh, from Luca, and I I just don't know where they even can go from here because uh, you know they're they're just not in a good situation at all, uh, top to bottom. And it's it, again, it's insane to think that you know we considered maybe there's a a pathway to even like the conference finals for this team, and now when I look at it, it's like. There's no chance. They have no chance. I don't even think if they were in the play-in, I would give them a credit. I don't know if they could get a win. Yeah, well, I I, I think if there's no, you know, if, if there's no belief, uh, then yeah, they're, they're out. Like, the, the, the only way I could see it, you know, sort of going is if, like, even if they were, you know, the, the exact same talents that they have on this team, if they just, you know, if, if the vibes were good and they had the belief and they won the games they were supposed to win, even though... Even if they were underdogs, like I, I, I believe in an inspired Luca, and if Kyrie's having a good time, that they yeah. can just go out and and yeah, out shoot someone, you know, out out uh, play someone at the end of a close game, um, and maybe win around here, uh, you know, uh, that I, I, I guess in my mind that's still maybe a possibility, but it just it just looks so broken right now, like they just don't mm-hmm. look, they don't look inspired to even want to play together and win together, and it's like. Even like even if I just this this weird Luca ga- or Kyrie gamble that they made like he 
He, he still is probably, you know, if, if this goes bad, he's probably just going to walk at the end of the season. Oh, I yeah, know the Mavericks, he'll, he'll find somewhere else. Yeah, and I know the Mavericks were like, well, that was kind of, we can kind of use that to our advantage as well. I mean, we trade for this guy, and if it doesn't work out, we, we're not stuck with him. If he does just walk, then maybe it's like, a, you know, a, a reset here, you know, we'll, we'll go sign someone else in free agency. We won't have to, you know, we're not stuck with a Kyrie Irving contract. So that, and they that's, better, they better hope that's they all hit. fine. They better hope yeah, well, they hit in the offseason because then it's, been, it's pretty much back-to-back years from going to the conference finals to saying, you know what, in the offseason we're just going to say blow it up and let Luke yeah, try and, and salvage let, whatever he can from this, uh, and, this and heaping then if, junkyard. If he, yeah, and then if he does lose, you are, you know, separated, you know, but, but from that point back to your conference finals team, you've lost Dinwiddie, Finney Smith, Kyrie, and Luke, uh, and Brunson. Yeah. All for essentially, you've got nothing to show for it at that point. So it's like it, it the not to mention the Mavericks do not get good free agents ever. Uh, no. like they, they, it's just not something that happens. They have to result to kidnapping. Um, and you know, Mark, it's Mark Cuban's just, not he's not used to being on the other side of the Shark Tank. Yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about the Mavericks. It, it, yeah. it's, they're they're all all time low. If they yep. miss out on the play in, that is just so embarrassing. Fucking terrible for them this year. It's embarrassing. Um, it is embarrassing, and it's you know it, at that point you you look at it and you think there's there was no point in even trading for Kyrie. And I do no. think this team would probably be better right now if they just hadn't done that. If they still had mm-hmm. Dinwiddie and uh, Finney Smith, who could do some semblance of defending. I mean, they just have no defenders and. Josh Green, I, I'm excited about what Josh Green can become, but it's still too early to see what that's going to be. I think him, you yeah. know, down the line in a couple years next to Luca, uh, will be sort of the guy that Mavs fans are envisioning. But right now, it's too early. Outside of that, you got a bunch of guys who are hot and cold from three and can't otherwise defend. Kleba, Kleba is a different story. He can defend, but he's you know just coming back, still working back into the mix and. It's just it's not uh, it's it's not a well constructed team. It's not a team that can compete with any of these other teams. And and their only shot, like you said before, you know, was them out shooting someone. They're they're two stars there in the backcourt, um, mm-hmm. just carrying them through. Um, but you know, if if they're not having fun, if they don't, if they're not uh, inspired to do that, they've got literally no chance. So unless they can turn it around, and that's the other thing, you don't want Kyrie Irving on your team when your team's in a tough spot, when you need inspiring, yeah. when you need. When you need uh, to stand up and just, you know, uh, uh, play basketball and play your best. Kyrie's going to go on a leave of absence or something or talk about something completely different. (laughs) So, you know, it's just it's screwed up in a whole bunch of different ways. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is this is, the you know, again, I'm not I'm not 100 percent blaming Kyrie either. I I, I don't think uh, I don't think the team is maximized around either of those guys to to make them look look good. But at the same time, when yeah, when you when you trade for Kyrie, you open yourself up to being in a tough spot and just having this guy who's really not going to help you get out of it, and and that's the uh, that's that's the deal you make with the devil when you trade for Kyrie Irving. Yeah, when uh, when they miss the playoffs, let's hope that Kyrie sits down in the off season with Mark Cuban. Maybe they watch uh, Twenty One Jump Street, uh, watch Jonah Hill's performance, <laughs> oh and uh, uh, every, everybody can uh, sing Kumbaya. But uh, oh to, to move God. on, uh, another uh, spot where. A, 
somewhat somewhat to seemingly disgruntled superstar uh, has finally finally voiced it uh, and uh, you know it only took five seasons or whatever it feels like five seasons at least of <laughs> mediocrity to, to get there but Damian Lillard uh, you know being shut down for the rest of the season by the Trailblazers a healthy shutdown which is pretty much just saying we suck we have no chance we're not even going to bother we're rolling over yeah. uh, here's our soft underbelly uh, and Damon said right before that, you know, it's frustrating. <laughs> this isn't where he he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. He doesn't want to be part of a development system right now. He wants to contend. But then you fucking then idiot. it's like, well, what, have you listened to Big Dog Ball Talk at all for the past uh, 149 <laughs> episodes, Dame? Because we've been have telling you? you this. We have, we've been telling you this, and I think pretty much any other media outlet that covers the game has been saying this, that yeah. the Trailblazers have not been positioned uh, to be a winning team. They have not given Dame a, a, a platform to win on. Uh, this has just been an all-out failure on the, the Trailblazers' part to provide Dame with any kind of contending team, uh, pretty much yeah. ever since the C.J. McCollum trade. Uh, and, I mean... They they make these little tiny patch ups, you know, like with uh, with Jeremy Grant, but none of that really matters. Like they got lucky that Anthony Simons had like two games that he looked okay last year, and they were like, okay, this is the new CJ McCollum. We'll Here's do this, million. and it's like, yeah, and now he's like a role, like average guy. Like he's he can shoot the three super inconsistently if you're into that, uh, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. And then play no defense. Uh, yeah. So I. I mean, I uh, if anyone's listened to this podcast for you know even just a few episodes, you you probably already uh, know how we feel about Dame and his tenure with the Trailblazers. And you know, I really do hope that in the off season, the second the season's done, we start getting the rumors. Dame wants out. Dame's pushing out. Dame's yeah. requested a trade. We need him out of there. He needs to get out of there. He has no time left. Really, yeah. the the window for him is closing. And I mean, people forget last year was the wor- one of the worst years of his entire career. He was horrible last year, uh, yeah. and you know, then the, the, it's part of that could be chalked up to uh, the the abdominal issue. But uh, yeah. I mean, I genuinely think he's getting a little bit older. I think he played amazing this year again, like a uh, an all star caliber season, of course. Uh, but. I think down the line here that I, I think we might have like there's a very good chance that we might have seen the last of Damian Lillard in a Trailblazers uniform, which uh, is pretty crazy to think of. At least which I hope is, so. Man. Know, I really fucking hope so. Let's rejoice. Yeah, I mean, well, he's such a god. Honestly, you know, Dame, I, I love you, but you're kind of annoying. Like you just yeah. ta- you just yeah. talked about on a podcast the other fucking day. Uh, or the other week, it feels it feels like the other day about like oh watch out if I win a ring in uh, Portland, all you yeah, guys aren't yeah, gonna know. And yeah. I'm like okay, fucking do it then. Don't don't sit here and now com- sit up on the podium and complain about uh, rebuilding. You're an idiot if you haven't seen that. That's all that's been going on yeah. there for years. Like you, what, what's wrong with you? I mean, you you have you've got like again the fact that the Blazers like with like okay, Dame is averaging thirty two. Five and seven, uh, with some of the best shooting splits of his career, nine mm-hmm. over ninety percent from the f- foul line. M- maybe the best statistical season of his career, and they've got with a good chunk of games left that left. They're well under five hundred. They've had to shut him down in a wide open West. Like mm-hmm. if that doesn't tell you how bad the team is around you, Dame, like they're, they're, you're not even close. You are not even close. It would be one yeah. thing if you were one of the five worst teams in the league. Yeah, it, it would be one thing if you were even like in the play-in mix, but still, mm-hmm. I'd be saying no. You can't compete, Dame. You should go somewhere else. But you're not even there. Like it's just yeah. so, it's it's unbelievable. And and you you you're in no better position now to get to make any major change. Uh, you know, next year, like the the Blazers don't really have any 
trade chips unless you're gonna mm-hmm. unless they're gonna say oh we'll we'll give somebody um uh shade and sharp but i don't think they want to do that i i honestly think at this point no uh, for them it's a smarter move to keep shade and sharp than to keep dame if that was kind of the ultimatum um and then you know how much is simon's gonna get uh, on the market i don't think all that much uh, in terms of trade value uh, no so. one wants fucking nurkic uh and then otherwise your you're only your only assets are just young guys who Again, if you're the team, if you're smart, you probably want to keep those guys and see what they bring you down the line. So it's like mm-hmm. there's no Dame, there's no there's no cavalry coming. There's no way to improve this team while you're still in your prime with enough time for you to win in Portland. And so it's like I said last time we talked about him. Do you want to be loyal or do you want to win? Because you can't have it both ways. You're going to have to choose one at one point, at some point. And to, to you know, up until now he's chosen the the loyal path every time and he's fucking Dug his heels in about it. He's been very, uh, you know, uh, clear about that's what he wants to do. And it's mm. like, okay, like, that, but but the good thing about the NBA, there's always a Daryl Morey. There's always someone else lurking, ready to rescue you from a shit situation, Dame. So, like, you, you luckily for you, uh, you know, even though you've all this talk about being loyal and staying and whatever, whatever. We, we, we can get a trade worked out, man. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. We, can, we can get you to somewhere nice. We can get you somewhere... Uh, you know, that's that's not so cloudy and gray, uh, you know, up there in the Pacific Northwest, somewhere a little bit warmer. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he wants to go down the coast playing California. I don't know which of those teams. I mean, the Lakers, I'm sure, would be happy to have you, Dame. There's lots of yeah, places you can go, buddy. Uh, so please just just say goodbye again. I, I, I for, for all the, you know, Portland fans. I mean, I think Portland fans, honestly, at this point. Would probably be okay with it too. If you got a, if you got a so. nice big haul for the Damian Lillard trade, you pair them with all the young guys you have. I mean, that game against the they 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 lost to the Thunder after you know every good player on Portland was shut down. But you know you've got Sharp going off for twenty nine, Nas Little at twenty eight. Like you've got an okay little young core here going on. Yep. Uh, you know, led by Simons to kind of you know make sure you know you've you've got. Uh, uh, a a guy who kind of knows how to play over the next you know five years you know you've you've got a path if you get a nice big haul of draft picks and young players so it it it's better for both teams we've been saying it for over a year i really hope it finally happens but it's like it's kind of at the point too where it's like it, it would be nice if he saw this a little earlier so we could see yeah. it because i don't know you're you're right he might he might dip again next year and it's like oh dame was never the same after his amazing 2022 2023 year last year with portland and it's like, how fucking lame is that? We've been robbed of one of the coolest, most exciting playoff performers, uh, you know, over the last three, four years, just not making it um, yeah. and being stubborn about staying where he is. So hopefully well, he gets out of there and hopefully stays looking like himself. Yeah. And, and I think the last thing that I, w- I want to touch on here, too, is like as much as Dame is to blame, too, the front office of the Trailblazers, I don't know if he's like just bullied them into like the whole, oh, I'm loyal to the soil, so you can't trade me kind of like like mind washing i don't know like yeah there's no reason they shouldn't have also been like listen dame like we love that you want to be here especially for a small market team you know it's great um but man like things are going to be dark the next couple days uh yeah. the next couple <laughs> weeks uh, it's, everything's going to be shit uh because we are an incompetent uh, front office that doesn't know how to actually maximize anyone's value uh or strike when the iron's hot uh right. so i think at this point it's like he doesn't owe them anything. They have done nothing to help him, uh, and yeah. I think the only thing they could do now to pretty much make up for you know the last two three seasons of uh, you know mediocrity is Dame. 
like give us the list give us who you, where you want to go um yeah sure yep. it'll be uh la will be on that uh, i mean if uh if steph wasn't uh for in, in oakland uh then you already know dan would be there uh but uh yeah yeah i i, I really just I can't believe that it's uh, it's taken this long uh, and wasted pretty much his prime. Uh, even though, again, like you said, like this year was uh, statistically one of the best years of uh, his entire career. But uh, hopefully, next season we'll be able to see Dame kind of pick things up uh, where he left off. Uh, but hopefully, for a new team. So uh, we'll we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, yeah. Another guy, man. Uh, this is just uh, this is uh, we said it from the start. This is going to be a. Uh, uh, it's gonna be a negative podcast. Uh, it's the dog uh, by, days of the season. We we got to yeah. get all this out now before the playoffs. Yeah, uh, and this, this is the last one. The next two are like are pretty uh, pretty up, uh, uplifting, I would think, or at least okay. a little bit bright spots. Uh, but this one's about a guy we've talked about lots and lots on this podcast. Uh, not a lot recently, uh, but the beginning of the season, I swear it was like almost every other episode probably uh, pissed a lot of you guys off. Uh, unless you enjoyed <laughs> it, uh, let us know at Big Dog Wall Talk. But Ben Simmons unlikely to return for, for the rest of this season. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets are, you know, they're they're in that uh, they're, they're they're holding down the sixth seed, but the the Miami Heat. Are are now tied with them so uh they could be uh they could be ousted or ousted pardon me for that uh that lad that spot and put into the play-in race and who knows how it's going to go there because they've uh, looked pretty inconsistent so far this season but but yeah it would be really nice if they had some kind of i don't know unicorn 610 point guard that uh, is super athletic and one of the best defenders in the league uh not a guy who's just happens to be 610 uh, because that's where they, what he is now. He's just a tall guy. Ben Simmons is just a tall guy that makes a lot of money. Because yep. uh, yep. <laughs> we haven't been able to see him. We haven't been able to see him play basketball effectively. Like he just runs around. Like he doesn't do anything. You could take a six ten guy off the street and put him in the NBA right now, and he would put up the same uh, numbers as Ben Simmons. And that's the yep. that's the cold hard truth. Uh, yep. It's it is insane to think the fall off that he's had, and it is like like there there has to there's there, there's going to be some kind of a documentary. There's going to be something a deep dive into this story one day, and I can't yeah. wait for it because like other I and we said it from the start. This has to be like just some kind of like mental fatigue. Like he must have some kind of like a like a, I'm not like a genuine me- like mental illness. Something is going on with Ben Simmons to make him because if you go and watch his highlight tape from the first couple of years in Philly when he was healthy and he yeah. was out there and he was the man pretty much up until that pass out of the dunk that yep. everybody clowned him for and then everything went to shit. Had that never happened, who knows where we are right now. Uh you know yeah. flying cars and uh you know spinning <laughs> uh, amphitheaters yeah. but he yeah. he made he, he made that he made that pass and, uh, you know, here we are talking about Ben Simmons pretty much out of the league in a way, uh, you know, shut down healthy, oh, healthy quotation marks because his back is also always sore, I guess. Uh, so, like, yep. there, I think the most frustrating part about the Ben Simmons saga is that nobody actually really knows what the hell is going on. Uh, but I also don't even know if Ben Simmons knows what's going on at this point. Uh, but it is overall sad to see someone who had so much talent and so much, you know, upside, that, like, like a a skill set that we really had never seen before, uh, especially playing, you know, at the one and uh, facilitating like that, but then being such an impact player down low. Now I don't think we probably see it again for quite some time because I don't think Ben Simmons is ever getting back to that level at this point. Yeah. I I, I really, uh, yeah. I I don't, I don't know what, like, I don't know what could possibly have happened because I mean, we, we saw what happened. Like the, so, you know, the past, yeah, and I think people forget, you know, the past was like a culmination of a bunch of other stuff. Like that that was like the 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 like 
the the thing that people point to, but like leading mm-hmm. up to that throughout that whole series, it was like, what what the fuck is this guy doing? He, like he, he he does not want to go to the free throw line at all. Like yep. you could you could tell mentally he was already well, the the Ben Simmons doesn't shoot threes. Uh, yeah. narrative was the biggest. Well, that was a narrative, was fact. But yeah, like yeah. that was a whole story too. Why can't you pull up an open three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like you could see it slowly going downhill. But like, um, you're right. Like at the beginning, it was like. Wow! Look at Ben I mean, he was—he was an All NBA player. He was an All Star yep. for God's sake. Like he, in, I think, in early I think on, one of the, I think literally the first episode of this podcast, we were talking about him as you know potentially going to be a top five point guard in the league. Yeah, yeah, and like he was like truly um, like a, a a a guy who was yeah like a unicorn out of position, one of the best defenders in the league that we had. You know, one of the best facilitators, and he was just. It was just so exciting watching him for that stretch when Embiid would be out and he just had these these Sixers around him, a bunch of shooters, and you'd mm-hmm. just watch him fucking fly up the court, uh, you know, dunk it in transition, you know, go, go to the rim, kick it out, uh, you know, get a defensive rebound, run the length of the court like LeBron, uh, mm-hmm. you know, lock up guys on the other end. And even in the, 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 the whole playoffs in 2019 when they lost to the Raptors, like, he was a fucking, he was like a hellscape, like trying to yes, score yeah. against him. Uh, because again, he could, he could lock, he was quick enough to lock down guards. He could switch on to threes and fours and hold up just fine. Like he was just, it was a really exciting player. And like, I, when, when the mind stuff started to go, like when he just, he just became a fat, like a zero on offense. It just, um, you know, it, it just went from zero. It, well, it went from a hundred to that zero. And then it's just yeah. stayed down there since then. And I just don't think for whatever reason, I don't think he's, he's, he's been able to, you know, flip that switch on to be aggressive at all. Like, that's the thing. It's just like, he used to be like, it's, it used to be something you didn't think about, but now it's like, you know, I, I just don't think he has that gear anymore. So he's out there yeah. and it's just when, and when, you know, he's always looking to pass or hand off. Um, and then, you know, he hasn't quite been right physically. So he hasn't been the defender. So yeah, he's just, all of his strengths have just disappeared. But I just think, Again, I, I I can't speculate because I don't know him, but like yeah, it could be mental stuff. But like when when he sat down with that in, uh, with that uh, interview with JJ Redick, it seemed still like a lot of stuff that you know, and and even the you know going back to his fucking scouting report, um, you know his draft, uh, you know analysis or whatever coming out of LSU, it's like this guy is kind of like stubborn. He doesn't really. Um, you know, people are concerned about you know his his work ethic and whether he actually likes playing basketball um, and it's kind of like you know when he, when he sat down with JJ Redick and talked about how you know it was unfair how he was treated and like you know kind of throwing shade at Embiid and and talking about you know the 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 three-pointer stuff as if it wasn't you know if, as if he wasn't just unwilling to go and shoot them when he was open like I, I'm kind of like some of this might just be his sort of stubbornness and inability to um I, I, I don't know just sort of it, accept uh, his, his flaws and just go out and I don't know, work on his game. But again, I don't, I don't know him and I'm not going to, you know, pass that sort of judgment. So it could be something much more serious than that, that he's dealing with. I have no idea, but it's like, he's now the worst contract in the league. I think that's not really oh, yeah. negotiable. Not, yeah, not debate. Um, and, uh, and it's like, yeah, he, he's just, he's, he's an absolute zero offensively and defensively. He's nothing special. So he's like, yeah, yeah he's just a guy who's kind of walked off on the street yeah, he's six ten, but um, and and and, and now yeah, <laughs> and now this is it's a nerve impingement. I don't know what that means, but he's nervous. This back thing, yeah, 
yeah, but this this back thing now, you know, it, it, to go along with this nagging mental, whatever you want to call it, he's got nagging physical injuries now. It's just yeah. it's just terrible, and I, I I don't I don't see how it's going to like I, I it would need to be like a complete sort of mindset shift because so much has happened, um, and I just don't know if that's uh, that's realistic. So this is Listen, weird. Ben, this is a very weird yeah. situation. Get to the therapist's office, man. Just uh, let it all out, figure it out, uh, and get uh, get back to it. It's like uh, Radon Doesn't Randall he... in uh, Blue Mountain State. Bre- uh, blew out his shoulder, and he had, he had to get the therapy done because he was afraid to get hit. It's the same thing with Ben Simmons. <laughs> cyber, cyber bullying took a toll. Well, it's just like, doesn't he, like, again, I don't want to pass judgment. I don't want to sound like a dick, but doesn't he seem just a little bit arrogant still? He's always seemed a oh, little yeah, bit yeah, arrogant like a to me. Title. And, yeah, a little like, uh, ben, so, so it's like, maybe I'm wrong, Ben. I don't want to, you know. Uh, uh, come on the podcast, you know. Ben. Discuss. Tell yeah, us. We'll come be in, your therapist. But it's like, man, you can, you can only, like, say that, you know, Doc Rivers and Joel Embiid threw me under the bus for so long. That's That was a while ago. Like, get over yeah. it now, man. I they're, mean, they're both doing fine without you, This is for you, your own good. Yeah, like, just, just try, for God's sake, to... Because it's the same type of thing um, as the three-point shooting. Just It's just transitioned now over to every single shot. Like, this yeah. is the stuff we were saying to him about three-point. Just do it. Stop talking about it. Stop making it weird. Just do it. But he, he just you just can't do it he couldn't do it he can't it was all you know all the stories you know all the espn you know sit downs with him it's like he won't do something until he knows he can do it effectively until he's 100 percent good at it so now that his whole game's been criticized it's like oh i can no longer play basketball because yeah. i don't feel that i'm good at it and it's like ben come on man i mean career change uh, yeah hit, what hit would the, he be good uh, at hit the nissan lot bro uh get me an ultima get me something man no he'd be too uh, he'd be too uh you sort of like you know nervous about it he'd be he'd make me feel nervous about buying the car he'd be like ah maybe this you one's could work all right a big, a big and big and tall uh, store uh that's true yeah yeah or like maybe, the, uh, I don't know. something something where the average average joe yeah volleyball why not that should be good but then someone's yeah. like uh, but, no, but then he gets libero'd out uh, in, <laughs> in the back row, and then he never knows how to pass ever again. He doesn't, then he's, he doesn't feel comfortable to spike. Uh, oh, yeah. just go downhill. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I, I would say the free throw and the serve are kind of equivalent. So I think he just started in the net. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, Ben, uh, you got to figure it out, man. Has the Kardashian curse ever hurt? I, I don't think it's hit anyone as quite as hard since Lamar Odom was smoking crash. Oh, it's crash. bad. This uh, is the worst they, case. This is yeah. up there. Yeah. These two could go head to head, I think, because uh, I think Lamar Odom's actually probably uh, above Ben Simmons right now in terms of uh, you know uh, how how well they're doing on the court. Yeah. Well, oh, oh. hey, who knows, man? Maybe <laughs> on know the court Bo- too. Where's Chris Humphreys at? Is he okay? I haven't heard from him in He's a while. He's the goat, man. I think he works for a front office. I don't know. Uh, I'm okay. gonna imagine he you, does Chris. at least. Uh, he broke a backboard once. Uh, what a legend! Uh, I mean, look at Blake Griffin. Uh, I mean, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin's game yeah. went downhill. I mean, I, I would just stay away from them. I'm waiting for it to happen to Devin Booker any day no, now. No, I mean, no, no, no. Happen to Booker. Yeah. But um, you know, he's he's the the virus is circulating within him. Uh, but you yeah. might you might be like Magic Johnson. You might just be immune to it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the see if you can kick the stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to uh, to move on here, another uh, another a lot of West Coast flavor here, especially on the the Pacific uh, Rim here. Uh, <laughs> Keegan Murray uh, coming out, uh, you know, uh, head coach Mike Jackson or Mike Jackson, Mike, Mike Brown. Mike, yeah. I would love him. Bo Jackson. Uh, yeah, the uh, <laughs> head coach Mike. Uh, 
I almost said it again. Uh, Mike yeah, Brown coming out and uh, you know praising uh, who is my uh, rookie of the year pick, but uh, has really just kind of under the radar and uh, you know not really getting a lot of uh, his flowers given to him uh, because of you know how good the team is around him. Uh, the, that, that's the Sacramento Kings, of course, uh, yeah. and you know he hasn't had to take a huge. Uh, you know, role on this team, but he's played his role very well, and that's Keegan Murray. Uh, you know, he he uh, he's only nine threes now away from breaking Damian Lillard's record uh, for most threes by a rookie in a season. Uh, yeah. And you know, and and uh, Mike Brown said if he doesn't make All NBA first team or All Rookie uh, first team rather, uh, then then all this is pointless and uh, it's just bullshit. Uh, his words, not mine. Uh, but <laughs> I do I, I do think that Keegan Murray does deserve a lot more love. I feel like I haven't heard his name brought up anywhere, including on this podcast. We really haven't talked about him, but. Nope. He's really just come in. He was, uh, as I kind of, that's kind of why my, he was my pick for uh, rookie of the year. You know, he's a veteran player already. You know, he played a long time in yep. college. Uh, he's, he's wise uh, in basketball knowledge. And uh, he just kind of shut up, knows his role, uh, saw what this team could become. And I think, you know, he does deserve a lot more credit for, you know, being able to come in there and just play that stretch four role, knock down some shots, play reliable yep. defense, uh, move the ball. Uh, like he doesn't do anything wrong. And I think, this might actually be the one of the better ways to start your NBA career uh, because, you know, you can get guys that like you. You can kind of – you don't have all this expectation and all this pressure. You can have a couple off nights and no one's going to say anything, uh, unlike, you know, some of these other players that are trying to kind of rebuild the franchise on their own. Uh, so yeah. interesting to see where it goes. And I, uh, But at the same time, it's like there's been some pretty decent standout rookies this year uh, that have more numbers and more of a, an important role uh, on their team. So, I, I mean, Jordan yeah. – do you think that Keegan Murray squeezes in there to take that uh, one of those, uh, the, those those top five spots for the All Rookie Team? Because uh, I, I think he probably makes it in the All, all Rookie Second Team no matter what if he doesn't get the first. Uh, yeah. Do you think he has enough? Uh, he's done enough to get the first. I, I think he has. I think he has. I mean, I, you you run through it. I think uh, Matherin, uh, the the guard Jalen Williams from OKC, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Paolo are all on there. And then yep. I think I Walker you know, Kessler he'll and, be there. Yeah, Walker Kessler, and then I think Keegan Murray's the the fifth guy. I can't think of anyone else. Uh, again, I haven't done my uh, rookie team deep deep dive yet, but uh, he he feels like uh, that choice to make that team. And yeah, if he if he's not can, quite on yeah, the first, the, the the Pistons, you know, you got uh, Jalen Duran and uh, Jaden Ivy. Ivy, but but even yeah. then, I mean, uh, they get a lot of minutes on one of the worst teams in the league. I mean, you put uh, Keegan Murray there, maybe he's uh, you know putting up uh, the same amount of value, if not more. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, this is the, the thing too. I, I would really put a lot of uh, you know, I, if, if, if it was up to me, you know, if I was voting and when I make my team, when we make our teams, I'm gonna, I'm going to put a lot more, uh, you know, weight onto what, what Keegan Murray has done this season for a winning team. Like he mm-hmm. started pretty much every game this year that he's played, seventy out of seventy-two games that he's played. He's he's been a starter. 30 minutes per game, basically. Like, he, he plays on this team. He is uh, yep, one yep, of the oh, most yeah. important players um, on uh, a team flip-flopping between second and third in the West. Like, this is, um, it, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when, when OG Ananobi came into the league. He was yep. sort of thrown right into a starting spot on a good team. Um, and, and, yeah, if he had went straight to a bad team, his numbers probably would have been better. Um, but you got you to gotta keep that into, take that into account. Um, and, I mean... When you when you look at what he, he's asked to do in his role, I mean, twelve points doesn't you know jump out at you, but you know it's it's the Kings. They don't really need. Uh, it's not like they they're lacking scoring and they need him to do no. more. Like he's doing exactly what he needs to be doing. But 
41% from three on six attempts is pretty freaking uh, impressive if you're a rookie. Like, that is hard to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, to come in here and shoot it uh, that well. Be one of the best, you know, three-point shooters in the league uh, from, from uh, you know, a- as a rookie is not something you see very often at all. Um, and I think that shows his, uh, you know, that, that that that's his, you know, his, his already being 22, playing a long time, you know, in college, like you said. I mean, he's he's a guy who got in and, and has proven he can make an impact right away. Even outside of that, I mean, he's two point field goal percentage, you know, over over 50 percent from there. He only takes three of those per game. You know, he's he's kind of out there to stretch the floor. But his his decision making and even the way he you know comes off screens like little things, um, he, he he's just he, he's more far along than your average rookie would be. Um, and I think that's exactly what this Kings team has needed. And I mean, going forward, you know, him uh, again, we everyone kind of clowned the Kings for. Drafting for fit, you know, they they could have went somewhere else. Maybe a guy with, projected to have a bit more talent. Nobody really likes. So everybody stays away from these uh, these older players in the draft. They, they it's always kind of a red flag. Um, yeah. But they they draft this guy in summer league right away. It was clear that he was going to be something something special. And now going forward, you've got him in between Fox and Sabonis. Like if yeah. he can get even better defensively and and you know hopefully become. Uh, Kind of, you know, uh, he's got the physical tools to do it. He's got the length to do it to be like a really good defender. Then that's a hell of a trio going forward. Young guys mm-hmm. who, uh, you know, can uh, I, I think work really, really well together. The one thing, uh, and I don't have any, really anything bad to say about his game at all. But the one thing you'd want to see get better is he's averaging one assist per game. That'd be something, you know. And a lot, of, I know a lot of assists are spoken for between Fox and yeah. Sabonis on yeah. the Kings. But that's one one thing that he could get better at, you know, when you, you know, attacking the rim and then, you know, uh, kicking it out or finding the guy in the dunk, dunker spot, whatever, working in the pick and roll as a ball handler a little more. Um, all that stuff will come. But uh, for a rookie season on a, on a winning team, this is about as good as it gets. And uh, hey, the Kings, Kings made a good draft move. When was the last yep, time that yep. happened? Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean, now we now we can look back and it's like, hey, Charlie's Halliburton hit, uh, <laughs> yeah, De'Aaron true. Fox now now clearly a hit, uh, yeah. but yeah, it t- just took a while to get there, but uh, you know, uh, shout out the Kings uh, again. We're, we're pro Kings. We've really tried to do a one eighty. We'll see next yeah. year. Maybe next year we'll you, uh, we'll go back to shunning them. Uh, yeah. But uh, do you see wrap- Matt? Do you see the uh, mm. the uh, the mascots uh, that have I, fallen to the uh, the religion the of the beam? beam. The yeah. beam. I, I mean, the beam is one of the best stories of the season. That's one I of the best the stories beam. to see. I, if they win the championship, they got to do it gold. The gold beam. Now, Matt, that I'm be, telling you. Now, that would be magical. I'm telling you, I cannot wait for that first playoff game in Sacramento. We should get, like, a crowdfunding sourcing thing. Uh, get yeah. us down there, uh, you know, to uh, to attend it. the first playoff with, game. Bo- with boogies. With boogie with, cousins. With boogie. Uh, we could throw, throw, you know, Vladi Divas is out there hanging around. We can hang out with him um, and, uh, you know, do a live podcast and and be the ceremonial beam lighters uh, at the end of that sure, show. They'd yeah. love to have us. So you know, all yeah. that would be great. It would be but, an yeah, honor the, for them. The, it would, but yeah, the beam. I love it. Go Kings! I hope they get that second spot, man. And you know what? Yeah. I'm rooting for a Kings Warriors playoff uh, series, and I hope the Kings fucking wipe the floor with the Warriors. Warriors go home <laughs> crying. I'm sick of the Warriors. Uh, yeah, well, uh, we've we'll, we'll, we've all been praying on the Warriors downhill uh, downfall for I feel like yeah. a decade now. So let's uh, let's hope this is a, a, a year we get that. Uh, but uh, to, to finish up the podcast, uh, a quick note because uh, you know we we need to be uh, 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 show our, our, our allegiance to the uh, the 
the, the, the patriarchy of uh, the king, uh, LeBron, yeah. making his uh, triumphant return. Uh, the, the, the trumpets were sounding. Uh, everybody was on high alert. Uh, but it didn't really matter because they still lost to the Chicago Bulls. Uh, <laughs> you know, cl- close game. Uh, LeBron comes off the bench, uh, plays decent, 19-8-3, uh, 6-for-11 shooting. Uh, you know, nothing nothing amazing, nothing bad. Uh, but yeah. really this one was just, uh, you know, Anthony Davis only takes eight shots. Uh, and that's kind of, you know, when the Lakers lose games to teams they shouldn't lose to, it's always like, okay, well, Anthony Davis, maybe uh, take a couple more shots here. doesn't really help <laughs> when, uh, you know, you got Dennis Schroeder taking 10 shots, uh, LeBron, and then Malik Beasley taking 14. Uh, but overall, Jordan, I mean, LeBron coming back right now, even with this loss, you know, you'll, you'll assume he's probably going to come back and uh, be playing full-time minutes again uh, after this game, uh, yeah. you know, starting again. This is a perfect, perfect time because they're they were five hundred for uh, yeah. a, a, a sip of coffee there. Yep. Uh, but now they're still only a half game back from the Pelicans, one game back from the Timberwolves, uh, and a game and a half back from the the Warriors in the sixth seed. The Lakers could do this. They could make this last push here. They've got less competition against them. They've got that cushion uh, between themselves and the Mavericks, uh, and uh, as well as the Jazz from the outside looking in. This yep. is a good time for the Lakers. They might finally be able to get into the play-in, and we said it all season long. When they, if they can get in the play-in, then this is a dangerous team. Then we can start looking at them like, okay, if it's a, if you have to beat the Lakers one game, sudden death, LeBron James, uh, Anthony Davis, like it's yeah. gonna be a, it's gonna be tough for any of the the Thunder, the Pelicans, the Timberwolves, or even the Warriors. Uh, or, or you could even put the Clippers in there. They're not out of the woods yet either. Uh, nope. But uh, you know, any of those teams, I don't think that uh, anyone's gonna want to have to play the Lakers first round, except for maybe the Thunder because uh, SGA seems like he wants uh, oh, yeah. all the smoke with the King, which I love. Uh, but yep. uh, I mean, Jordan, overall, like. What do you think about the the King making his return? Uh, will LeBron finally uh, make the the winning change, or uh, do you think that uh, he's kind of ruined the the mojo, the, the momentum they had built without him? Yeah, I mean, because they were they were winning, they were doing pretty well, and now he comes back. Who knows? I mean, uh, LeBron, maybe you need to retire, man, for the sake of the team. Send you a <laughs> ring in the mail. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Austin Reeves, he doesn't have as much room now, man. I mean, that, yeah, that he's yeah. the well, superstar. Who who was it that said yeah? Well, how are they? How can you bring LeBron back with how good Austin Reeves been? <laughs> I know, no, but the the most uh, concerning thing is that uh, you know LeBron went to the LeBron James of feet. Uh, I, I I would imagine the LeBron James of feet is like some whoever sells the most feet picks uh, on, or something. Online. <laughs> yeah, I was, that's what I, I when I heard that too. I was like, this sounds disgusting. I, that sounds like the the last person in the world I would ever be able to be around. The LeBron James of feet, someone who's like amazing with feet. No, thank you, disgusting. <laughs> Anyway, when he goes to the LeBron James of feet, uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 you lose to the Bulls on your home court, like LeBron. He came back, he played all right, but he was basically walking around there uh, out out there on defense, like he did nothing. He got the too small from Pat Bev, um, which was uh, pretty pretty funny. But uh, I mean, they. Uh, I, I do think they'll they'll probably do it. I mean, hey, I've, you know I've, what, Pat Bev, I'll, I'll show it to him. He spoke he spoke, he spoke this into existence. He's trying his he best did. to knock them out of the playoffs. And they and they play again on Wednesday. And they, the Bulls <laughs> have to play the Clippers, it. and then the Lakers again. Pat Bev wins. He wins. <laughs> he does. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I think the Lakers will will make it. I mean, they're ninth right now. Again, everything changes every day. Yeah. Yeah, with with like like we're talking about with the with how the Mavericks are going, who knows where they're going to be? But yeah, I think they're going to be in there. I mean, I th- I think they've got their sights set on, you know, trying to get up to six. I think that's pretty unlikely, yeah. but but I I think they'll fall somewhere in the play-in mix. To me, it almost doesn't even really matter where. Obviously, you want to be in the seven eight, and 
be able to potentially only have to play one game. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll see. I, I think it's good. It's definitely good that LeBron's back. Um, I hope he hasn't rushed back, but it's not like him to rush back. Like, I hope he hasn't. Because if, if, it, if it was the difference of, you know, get him back quickly so they can win a game yeah. or two without him. Uh, and then he aggravates something and then he really is out for the year. Whereas if he waited a bit longer, he would have been fine. I hope that's not a scenario because uh, you know, honestly, like th- th- some of the best, you know, vibes wise and just plain old, you know, uh, you know, with how the team has performed this year was when, you know, when Austin Reeves and Anthony Davis just go out there and, and, and tr- you know, try and. Uh, you know, get to the free throw line a million times. Like, like they've been playing okay without LeBron. So I hope he hasn't rushed back to try and save them because, uh, honestly, you know, but b- b- before this game, if LeBron wasn't in it, you know, at home, I would have, I would have uh, probably picked the Lakers to win. So I think maybe yeah. not. Not that LeBron coming back was the reason they lost. Uh, you know, the, the the Bulls. You know, Zach Levine went off and and they were clearly ready to play. But um, you know, hopefully LeBron's good. He can he can stick it out and hopefully he just gets his legs back under him. Um, and, and does it push himself too much? Cause, cause yeah, I mean, it's still the Lakers. You know, I, I, every single time anyone talks about them, it's like, yeah, they're shit. They're terrible. They're, they don't know whatever, but they still have LeBron. They still have Anthony Davis, not someone you're going to want to face in the play in. But yet again, I mean, with that being said, they are still the Lakers. I mean, you could, I, I could still see a scenario where they are in the play in and Malik Be- Beasley shoots it once again, uh, you know, 18 times from three and, and is just yeah. having an off night and Dennis Schroeder can't hit anything and Anthony Davis floats in and out of the game and LeBron has 44, 10, and 12 and they lose by, uh, you know, 12 points. Uh, so yeah. we'll see. It's the Lakers. It's the experience. They're going to keep surprising us. Uh, but I'm glad LeBron's back. The league the league needs LeBron while he's still able to uh, kick around. We need yeah. him as, as much as possible. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and uh, we need you guys as much as possible uh, to follow us at Big Doug Ball Talk. Uh, Matt I Corner, Jordan Flegel. We're, we're, we're crying here. We're, we need you guys on Twitter. We need you on TikTok. We need you on Facebook, whatever the hell, Instagram. Uh, but Twitter and TikTok, those are probably the best spots to reach us. Uh, that's where we're most active. So uh, yeah. at Big Doug Ball Talk, give us a follow. It uh, helps us grow the podcast, uh, brings us more content uh, for you guys. So uh, at Big Doug Ball Talk, follow us. And, uh, you know, we'll be back on Friday. Jordan will, we? will not be. Jordan will be, well, I don't know, we're, we're undecided, I guess, but uh, likely Jordan will uh, maybe just be phoning in, sending in a, a little clip for our 150th. Uh, he'll be out in Miami, yeah. baby. Uh, yeah. Will Smith uh, will be wearing the Miami Vice uh, all-white suit, I'm sure. Uh, he'll probably get beat up on the street, but that's all right. Uh, and, uh, no. I mean, Jordan, uh, we'll, we'll miss you for the time being, uh, but uh, likely on Friday. I will be doing I, uh, cocaine. Ooh, interesting. Okay. No, that's, just uh, kidding. No, uh, no, 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 it's medicinal. Uh, well, yeah, but we'll uh, yeah, fr- Friday we'll be back, uh, or at least uh, I will be back in uh, some capacity, and yeah. uh, we will uh, be still bringing you guys uh, the content you need as we approach the uh, final leg of the NBA season. But uh, this yep. has been Matt Icorn, Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk, and as my good friend Jordan always says, I think uh, cedar is the best tree. Interesting. No birch. No, Birch is good. Birch is good. Hey, remember Matt? My, when I we, like Birch. We, remember uh, at my cottage last year, we couldn't. We were trying to start a fire. We tried to get Birch bark. Ended up burning one of your socks. No, I actually don't remember that. <laughs> but I, I can believe it. I can believe it. I feel like my socks are just always thrown to the wayside. Uh, I feel like I, I actually no. Did you don't I not remember? Do I not? Did I not? You sacrificed your sock. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that actually. Oh, yeah, do. that was that was a we silly, get a silly, fire that going. was a silly little thing to do, eh? <laughs> What a silly little thing to do. You took off your socks. 
and uh, we lit them, <laughs> and they burned like they burned like hell, man. I mean, mm -hmm. and, and as Flamable. a good, um, they were they were great. We got a good fire going. Smoke smelled a little uh, little little gross, Sweet. but. The, but it smelled like the LeBron James. I'm the LeBron James of foot, uh, foot yeah, set. Yeah, I man. smelled it. I'm like, didn't you go to the LeBron James of feet, man? You are really the LeBron James of feet for doing that, man. That mm -hmm. was a yeah. uh, clutch move. Um, but uh, yeah, I like cedar, man. My favorite type of tree. Uh, I like to uh, take a little bit of it, chew on it, but not too much. Mm. It's poisonous, mm. apparently, too much. But uh, shout out uh, cedar tea. Save the uh, save the pioneers um, back in the day. <laughs> Right, that's true. Right, I have no clue. Trying man. to come up Save with cedar cedar facts. You know, the the indigenous people show them how to make cedar tea. They all had scurvy, and then they uh, they, they otherwise they would have fucking died. So, uh, oh, that's good to know. Cedar it's facts. Good. Shout out cedar, yeah. man. Yeah, uh, come back for more cedar talk. Big dog ball talk. <laughs> oh man.